1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the street.
2: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in True Crime, Francel Evans.
3: Oh, yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman.
2: Yeah, man, I'm
3: the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post it. A-
2: what up? Let's let the people know, friend, that we are coming at them on a quick turnaround. I am currently waiting with bated breath to find out if I will be able to go on a trip. Mm -hmm. For a good friend, friend of the pod, our friend JJ, his wedding, it's a destination wedding in Jamaica. But the uh, Omicron variant is going crazy. Mm -hmm. And so you need to have a negative test three days before you can leave the country to go to to Jamaica. You need to be able to present a negative test within three days of your trip. My test was today, the day that we're recording this. My flight is tomorrow. So if my results come in tomorrow and I'm positive, which I am 99.9% sure that Mm -hmm. I am negative, but if the results are positive, I can't go. But that's not my concern. My concern is, my flight's at noon, and the test results are supposed to be within twenty four hours. So that could be afternoon. Yeah. And if I don't have any results, I can't go. Mm-hmm. So we are recording this because I'm supposed to be on vacation. But it's possible that I never went on the vacation. This could end very bad. You know, this you might you guys might already know. I might have like went on a vent a rant on Twitter or something. It could have possibly happened, but none of this, this is in the future. This is, this is, this is foresight. Mm-hmm. It's either either I had a great time in Jamaica and saw my friend get married. I cried. It was beautiful. Or I boarded my dog. I packed my bag and I went to the airport waiting for an email that never came. And then I had to leave and didn't get to do any of the things. And I lost money on a flight and resort uh, room and all that kind of stuff. But The show must go on, so we're Mm -hmm. recording in the past, right after we recorded last week's episode, came back together, and we're like, all right, let's record something for the people. So there's not really much current event stuff that has happened. What I will say is, Fran, I've really been enjoying, there's been new Elmo content. Elmo's been blowing up all over the internet uh, for this. Uh, Have you seen Bronx Elmo? Bronx, no. Oh, it's my favorite thing. Mm. what do you go bing bong or something like that. no 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 oh, okay. El- elmo was or sesame Street, i don't know if the whole gang was there but they went on jimmy fallon's show okay and they did a cooking segment all right and so <laughs> i don't know if there's a new elmo voice or something i don't know but so he's you know jimmy's like so what's in this he's like oh elmo elmo loves to cook elmo uh, this is a very special recipe elmo likes to make it's uh <laughs> he goes it's onions celery broccoli Balsamic vinegar? <laughs> but it was like, it sounded like, it was crazy. Like uh, the balsamic vinegar came out like Rosie Perez. Uh, so people have been doing on TikTok, it's them naming the stuff and then they they switching in like New York clothes, like them in like a bubble coat and uh, a New York Yankees hat. So it's like, celery, onions, this, balsamic vinegar. <laughs> it was like, it's, it's, so, it's so funny. And now people have been pulling up all these different clips of when Elmo got gangster. Mm. So it was another time on Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, uh, I guess Elmo was supposed to sing a song and Jimmy Fallon was like, Oh, you don't know the words? Uh, you should have came to rehearsal. And then Elmo was like, you know what? Elmo doesn't like you anymore. <laughs> it was like, they just had all these clips. He had some kind of incident with uh, one of the other characters on the show has a rock as yeah, a friend. Hilarious. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen he's that. He's like, why, why would it, how <laughs> he would a rock up. eat a cookie? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going like, up. Rocks up. don't <laughs> eat <need> cookies. <laughs> right. Why can't I eat the oatmeal raisin cookies? So uh, I never thought I, as a grown man I'd be enjoying Elmo That's like right. I once did as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have been. It's been a great time. Also, another quick—I only have pop culture stuff to touch on because it's been so
3: fast. Did you hear about Jason Derulo, the fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I oh, saw the, he fucked—he fucked them up. The clip I saw—I didn't see—I saw it right before the fight. I didn't see the fight.
2: I feel like what happened was they probably had already been agitating him. Here's what I feel like happened. There's this new thing—not new. It's been happening for a long time, but like people, there's the like there's a video of a dude going up to Travis Scott and being like, "ASAP Rocky," and then the dude's like, "I'm not fucking ASAP Rocky," but the dude knew. That Travis I mean, Scott what? wasn't ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to get under his skin. There was another dude who saw Rajon Rondo at the at a, at a, at, a, at a, like a Footlocker. He was like, "Oh my God, my favorite point guard, Chris Paul." Oh, yeah, like they just, just like to do shit like that. that. It was funny. Some of them are funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this dude was calling him Usher, but I feel like he
3: for him to is that the same dude though? Is it? No, Jason Derulo oh. is. A, I'm talking about the guy that was doing the video. He's talking about it's just like. A whole no, no. no it's a whole, I think it's just yeah, like yeah. they were
2: trying to do a trend oh, gotcha. to be funny. Maybe, oh, yeah. it, maybe they weren't even filming it. Maybe he just thought it'd be funny, like him and his friend to be like, "Let's go call Jason Derulo, Usher. That'd be funny. Another R and B black dude. That's yeah. funny, right?" Because I don't, I can't see Jason Derulo is bipolar. If they just said Usher once and he went off. crazy, right? I mean, he blew through a security. Fuck the one dude up. Here's the funny thing. So, he Jason Derulo is bodying the dude. And then another dude who was the guy's friend tried to come and fight Jason Derulo, but then he kind of bitched out cuz Jason Derulo's security got involved. So he mm-hmm. stepped back and he was like he was like puffing his chest out. He was like, "Don't don't hit my boy." Yeah. And Jason Derulo was like, "What?" And he got off the dude and just went at ran over to him and knocked him out. Damn. So he beat both of them up.
3: I didn't see the clip, man. No,
2: people think Jason Derulo is sweet cuz he says his name over and over again in songs, but he was like, "Listen, I'm a problem out here." Say what you want The jokes are funny or whatever But like You'll never forget Jason Derulo's name Because yeah. he said his name A thousand times yeah. In seven songs So you'll never It was a brilliant It was brilliant That's brilliant That's like I appreciate marketing like that Also with the whole TikTok thing He was on TikTok early
0: Yeah He
2: knew This was the thing That all the kids are on He's on there eating s'mores And making crazy Candy Confection Inventions and shit I don't like his content But he's 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 been on there Since the beginning so he's a very brilliant marketer and apparently he also has hands. So don't be surprised if Jason Derulo <laughs> fights Jake Paul by the end of this year. Wouldn't be surprised. You think if that so? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm calling it now. I could see Jason Derulo fighting one of the Pauls summer 2022. I could see that happening. So I'm calling it now. We'll see what happens. But like I said, uh this is a quick turnaround. We are recording right after we've already recorded last week's episode. So there's no new patrons to shout out. Um uh, and that's all the news I really have. So we can go ahead and um, take a quick break and get into the fucked up shit in a second. But what I want to say is um, much love to everybody who's shown appreciation. Uh, the first episode of Conspiracies has dropped as well as the second episode as when this episode comes out. But the first episode of Conspiracies has dropped since we're recording this. All of them are wild and we're getting yelling at each other and getting drunk and it's so much fun. And I really enjoy it and I hope you guys enjoy it too. And yeah. I've, I appreciate the people who have been giving us reception and letting us know that they enjoyed it so get on over to that patreon check that check you. yeah check it out get on over there we got more to come in 2022 but what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna get into some fucked up shit so stick around
1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
3: Welcome back. It's my turn to go first this week. My affirmative murder this week is about Michael Darnell Harris. And this, is, this is, uh, took place in Michigan in, in the 80s. So Michael Darnell Harris was born on March 7th, 1963 in Muskegon Heights, Michigan. The eldest of five children, he spent most of his childhood in Muskegon, where he claimed to have been raised in a, in a good family. In 1973, his mother found a high-paying job at Veterans Hospital in Ann Arbor, where the family soon moved in to, in to live with um, his stepfather. Since the move, Harris began frequently arguing with his stepfather, who became increasingly aggressive and physically abusive. In the late 1970s, Harris dropped out of school and began spending a lot of time on the streets, sleeping in homes of friends and acquaintances, as well as homeless shelters. So this dude was dropped out of high school. He got them problems at home. Yeah. I thought the boy you'd, rather be like, anywhere, you'd rather be I anywhere but here. Especially if, you know, I don't know. I wasn't all the that information about as far as the relationship with him and his mom. Yeah. But I'm guessing, you know, his mom maybe may have not been in his corner. Maybe she was working a lot or you don't know what. Yeah, that's that's like I, I don't have I have I have I
2: have I have like the most minuscule like I have experiences of that in small situations. So I know the feelings I've had in situations where my mom took my step stepdad side over me in situations. Yeah, and if that's just your life, I can only imagine that's that's like it's so like heartbreaking to feel like being chosen over somebody else. So if that's your life, and I'm obviously describing like fucking you know little petty arguments and stuff like that yeah. but it's i i understand a small fraction of like the feeling that like because at the core of you you know you came from this woman you love that you have a bond especially when it's a single parent type of situation and it's like you're gonna believe this strange even it's like y'all been married for 10 years however yeah. whatever thing is like you going to you're gonna take this stranger side over me that's how like strong that bond is that yeah, it, yeah. it goes to like such a deep core hit on you where it's it's like you can't believe that you would side with this
3: this this, this stranger over yeah. me, you know. So also, that, is a different? You have to look at it as like that's a different relationship between you and your mom, yeah, then her and her husband or whatever. Absolutely, it's just you can't really try to compare. you's like, because but to, but to you as this as a child, you're yes, like, what? Yeah, yeah. take my. You're supposed to be on my side at all times. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I murdered somebody. Yes, you saw me do it. You, um, I murdered I him. Do it. I, I murdered I, him. You're supposed <laughs> to say fuck him.
2: Or oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, or well, I didn't no, do didn't it. Do that. <laughs> that too. Preferably that so
3: I don't go to jail. Right. But either way, you're supposed to be on my side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. So in nineteen in 1980, he left Ann Arbor to move to Lansing, which is also in Michigan, where he met a woman who had a relationship with, and they ended up having a child together, a daughter. Okay. For the next two years, Harris struggled financially, leading him to jobs involving low-skilled labor, um... And to also living a you know homeless or hobo lifestyle. I just I don't I don't like that term.
2: Hobo? No, hobo. low oh. low skill labor. The new mayor of of, of New York okay. said something about quote unquote low skill labor, which is what is, is low like skill labor like cooks, maid services, um minimum wage jobs. Okay. But those are the fat like we saw in the pandemic that those people not working crumbles the economy. Yeah. So the idea that somebody working a job like that is stupid or in- incapable of working a more difficult job is is it, it really is like it's a gross mischaracterization of those people and it's such a it cast such a wide blanket like if you work at Dunkin Donuts you're an unskilled laborer. It's like no I might I'm trying to get myself situated or I have I
3: don't know a, if I I just wouldn't categorize it as low low skilled. I'm guessing if you just go if like you get a job where it's just like simple directions is every is very repetitive everything sure. I guess you can call it a little skill. But like the post office is like that. It's you do it's the same thing every day.
2: Bro, really if we're getting down to it, every job is that. We yeah, have been true. trained for our whole life to be monkeys. You go to any yeah. job that you go to, I don't care what you think, you went to school, you got a degree, aside from, you know, obviously being a, a doctor or a lawyer or yeah, something yeah. where you gotta really talk or really have to have hand skills or even like skilled labor. Such as you know uh, Metal smithing Or something like yeah. that But if you are A numbers cruncher An accountant Whatever You might have A better math A grasp of math And, and fucking Spreadsheets Or whatever But you're going in And you're clickety clacking Buttons all day But that's cause it's, you uh, have,
3: But also you it, and In that case It's cause you do it everyday Yeah Obviously you have a That's my point I'm not saying I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. An accountant is
2: unskilled I'm just saying like We're all Get, uh, get our instructions And just do the job all day yeah, Like yeah. that's everybody Yeah even I mean, because like yeah.
3: with something like that is like an account is like oh you can go damn that sounds like a a hard job but it's like yeah it's because you can say that because you don't know it yeah and you didn't study it but when that's you do the, it every day yes. you get to learn that some you can people do it in your sleep some people do have a talent just to they can they can just go over you know yeah just a little sure. bit higher than what you can do yeah they the are like book. exceptional
2: accountants right Maybe they don't right. need a calculator or you know they right. can do numbers in their head like uh on Ozark the show Ozark that's mm-hmm. what the guy Marty he's he can make money just disappear he's just a genius at yeah. it and then there's accountants who are like a c-minus accountant yeah but that person can do basic accounting in their sleep because yeah. they were trained to do that right so if your job is to work at dunkin donuts and you are trained on how to make the coffee this way whatever this that and the third i don't like that it's called unskilled because of how much money you make one and two because it's perceived that you're just making coffee so people just think Oh, I can go in and just do it. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I would never. Some people w- just can't. Some people just
3: can't do it though.
2: Exactly. I, I feel like most people to call it unskilled. The idea that okay, when McDonald's is getting slammed at noon during lunch hour, lunch hour, the when you're saying it's unskilled, you're saying me at my job that I do now. If I really wanted to, if you were taking too long making my, McS- my McChicken, just I'll just flip my tie around my back and jump around the counter and I'll just do your job. With yeah. nothing. You don't have to tell me how to do anything. A monkey can do this job. And that's the mischaracterization of what those people do. Yeah. I would I, never want to be at McDonald's at 2 o'clock after the
3: bar lets out. Yeah, you know? I think it's disrespectful when people go, if you say you work somewhere and they go, oh, you work there? Like, it's just super easy. It's a job, I re- bro. I remember, <laughs> I remember this dude. This dude has to go to high school with. And I seen him. And uh, he does, like, fucking landscaping to cut down trees some shit, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, just talking i was like yo give me a job with you you know i want i can help you cut some, cut down some trees but well, i got a big tree in my yard we can cut down whatever he was like he was like he said, he's like wow my, my job is hard or whatever and i was like i was like okay and was like was like what you do i was like i work for the post office with it he was like oh well you just deliver mail that's not hard." i was like excuse me yeah wow what excuse me that's so disrespectful and, I, and it, we was at the i was picking up sophie's because this child go to the same school i was about to yeah. fight him in the parking lot it, it was, <laughs> hey, don't you ever disrespect me like that you know how hot it is in the you middle don't, of August. do you ever just All I do, right? I'm like, what is? It's it's crazy how many people see me doing my job and they go, "Oh man, you just put the mail in the box." you get to wear I'm shorts like, all day. Is, that is that's the easiest part. <laughs> <laughs> that is the completely easiest. A lot of people come in the post office, bro, and they and they like, "Fuck this!" Lose their mind. They, yeah. it was a dude that you know he went out in the street and left the shit out on the street. <laughs> it was they left the car and the mail and everything. Oh, the truck and everything. <laughs> everything. Oh wow. No, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> People just like, said fuck it, huh? Fuck this, man. <laughs>
2: that's that's a hell of a quit. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just well, want to. Well, you know,
3: him, yeah. I don't blame him. So yeah, you know. Know <laughs> yeah. Um again, but I just I, that I just think that's super disrespectful. Don't matter what you do yeah. to make a living. I, I don't I don't want I wouldn't call it low skill. Yeah, no, no. So on December of seventh, nineteen eighty two, Harris was arrested um at a homeless shelter in Jackson for breaking into on the property of a 68 year old Lenora Hayard, mm. whom he was accused of beating and raping. Oh. Soon after his arrest, he was proposed as a suspect in the murders of 85 year old Marjorie Upson and 84 year old Louise uh, Kobnick, who were raped and strangled on September 28th and 30th of that year. Jesus. respect, Respectfully, um, in Upsilanti, up which is a city in Michigan. Uh-huh. Authorities from Lansing area um, are also suspected him in a series of rapes and strangulations in their city. Whew. So just name a couple of his victims. They were Edna, Edna Ray- Raykert, Edith Croset, Eula Curdy, and Denise Swanson, and all of them were over seventy five years of age. Yeah, we had a situation like that in Baltimore. Like within the last five years, there was some dude running around. Yeah, and that dude lives across the street swan. from my brother. Yeah, I do remember you telling me that. Yeah, shit is wow. He's like they shut the whole lockdown to get this dude out like, swat team everything i was like that's crazy so in addition it's crazy you see somebody every day and go what up bro yeah and they just want some crazy shit that's wild <laughs> uh in addition to these harris was also among the suspects in the murder of 91 year old florence bell who 91 lived 91 years old uh who lived near Upson. it's crazy to just i think we spoke on this before or we spoke about something for you to live that longer than something to Tragic be gruesomely like that, murdered. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy.
2: You're supposed to die in your sleep. You peacefully, know, man. Peacefully in a hospice or something surrounded by a family. The the words 90, 85 and rape and murder should yeah. not be in the no, same headlines at all. Not. It's it's absolutely disgusting. It's cra- it's like it's really disgusting. It's disgusting in general, obviously. Yeah. But I'm just saying an old- woman, older per- like yeah, going out like that.
3: Even like an old man getting shot. Yeah. Robbed and I'm just saying, just, you lived that long yeah, yeah, to, yeah. for it to end that way. It's, it's not right. It's not right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was one. He was uh, among the suspects in the murder of 91-year-old Florence Bell, who lived near Upson and was found. So he, she lived near one of the other victims. Yeah. Uh, Who was found with her throat slit in her home on January 8th of 1982.
2: That's, that's crazy.
3: The reason for this suspicion was the fact that, that at the time of the killing in Lansing, Harris lived in the, lived in the city, which stopped right after he left in October. Uh-huh. Not long after similar killings started to occur in Jackson where he moved to. That makes sense. So that's a big red flag. It's like one area they stopped. The area that you, the area that you were living you, in <laughs> and then you moved from it stopped and then the area that you moved to again. it starts. Yep. Yeah. So on December 14th during a visual identification procedure, Harris was a was identified as the rapist of Nayert. He pleaded not guilty to the crime, claiming that he was in a homeless shelter at the time, which was backed up by an attendant who worked there. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good, that's a good alibi.' There's a yeah. lot of people there. yeah,
2: witnesses and stuff.
3: So on January 12, 1983, he was charged with uh, Curdy's murder after his fingerprints were found on the chair in the room where she was killed. At the request of his attorneys, he was sent for a psychiatric evaluation at the Center of Forensic Psychiatry in um, Ypsilie, Ypsilanti, sorry, which declared him sane in March of that year. Mm. Soon after, he was also charged with Swanson's murder. So on March 28th of 1983, Harris went on trial for the assault and rape of Nayard. During the proceedings, the prosecutor's office presented evidence which showed that the perpetrator's blood type and seminal fluid match Harris, as well as cat hairs found on his clothing that matched those of two cats in the woman's home.
2: Oh, they're just sweet old ladies with pet cats. They're cat lady, old yeah. ladies. Yep. Those are the well, sometimes they're the best old ladies. Unless it's like you have like nine cats. But two cats is cute. But being an old cat lady with like eleven cats. Eleven, yeah. That's scary.
3: But this yeah, is man. just a cute old cat lady. My grandma had she has a she had she's on her second cat now. She had well, uh, she had a cat. she doesn't she doesn't one at a time. Well she had a cat and it passed away. Uh huh he had cancer or something. And then she cancer. Got, yeah. Then he got another. Wow. Then he got another cat. The first cat was super aggressive. I can't. Even, I wish I knew their names. They got some funny names. <laughs> um. I've known like seven snowbell, snowbells, like black people or like midnight oh, yeah, yeah. shadow. If it's just I don't color, know, I don't know. The first one was a girl. Mm-hmm. The one she has now Princess. is a boy, and his name was his name was Playboy. Play? Oh no that's a good one yeah. nah, a, I never heard that one That's a good His one His name is Playboy Because he's super playful He's This cat is very friendly The other one was just super aggressive just Yeah like, oh. Just He but Like I had these shoes with like Like some old Air Max With the air in the bottom of them Yeah it, fuck, Bust it, the bubble Bust the bust. A, I was bubble. like Sit, I'm saying, What's that noise yeah. Fuck my <laughs> shoe leaking. all up Just air all coming out I walk out Flat on one side <laughs> and shit So yeah her cat now is Playboy But she feeds the other Neighborhood cats Outside oh, man So she got the one inside
2: it's like a bunch of cats to be on the porch. And, a
3: bunch of, and the other ones that's outside, but the you know Playboy, he just like... Yeah, house I'm cat. In, I'm in here. I'm, yeah, I'm house cat.
2: Well, <laughs> good. You better not, because those cats out there... You don't want Playboy to get out there. No. Those cats? And the city cats too? Yeah. Oh, come
3: on. <laughs> no,
2: those cats, they'll jump them. You never seen Hell six cats stomp a cat. You'd think no. they would just bite them, but street cats, they stomp.
3: I don't know. Don't doubt Playboy, man. Don't uh,
2: don't uh, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. My apologies. No, my bad. Respect to Playboy. Playboy.
3: Yeah. Playboy. <laughs> um... Yeah, so uh, they found some some hairs on his clothing that matched the two cats in her home. Um, in addition, nine people, including the the victim herself, identified Harris as the attacker. Mm. On April fourth, he attempted to hang himself in the cell using a rope made from torn fabric fabric of his mattress. Wow. The rope was unable to support Harris's weight, and after uh, and after it broke. So, and other inmates called and staff who transported him to Ypsilanti Regional Psychiatric Hospital for treatment for depression. So, you know, he was in prison, or whatever. Tried to hang himself, but failed. Him, but failed. And yet,
2: they say Jeffrey Epstein did it so easily.
3: I mean, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. So, man, how's that? Is that trial still going on? Sorry to get off. Oh, the Key line Maxwell. Yeah. No, she was found guilty. Okay. Yeah, she's found guilty. They still ain't bring out no. No, no clips and no, no news oh, or nothing, no
2: clip. nothing Well okay let me, I, I, I don't mean to go off On another tangent In your story But you asked a question I can answer it I was actually speaking To somebody Because I, you know, I go on I go on Twitter rants And I don't know A fucking thing About anything So whenever I don't Whenever something Doesn't make sense to me I'm like This is a This is a conspiracy Yeah So I was like I can't <laughs> believe There's no clips and stuff And somebody informed me Very nicely And I appreciate that We had a conversation about it Federal trials aren't filmed Okay so right. that's the that's the answer to Ooh, that. So you're not going to see any exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. I just you see trials and you don't even really pay attention to like if they're federal or state. Yeah. But yeah. Like the Kyle Rittenhouse trial was a state trial. It was in Wisconsin. Okay. So because it was a state trial, they filmed it. So OJ
3: OJ was a state trial.
2: It must've been the state of California versus OJ Simpson. Yes. Crazy. Yes. But yeah, a federal yeah. trial brutally murdered two people. Really <laughs> murdered two people <laughs>
3: <laughs> and get away.
2: <laughs> and is on and is currently like still like, on Twitter, shit is wild. talking about people. Every
3: time I think about it, I go,
2: this shit is crazy. And he's in on the joke at this point. He's like, man, you know, honestly, listen, hey, Juice here. I just think the Juice Lakers it. should cut Russell Westbrook. Juice you know, sometimes yeah. you just got to cut somebody. Yeah. And if they're not doing what you want them to do, you just cut them. And yeah. you, I don't, you don't lose any sleep over it. You cut them, and that's fine. You're like, you know what you're saying, yeah. right? Like, you know, you know you're know you saying that. Like, you understand. That yeah. Now you're just playing with us. Yeah. He's on Twitter every week saying some shit like that. Wow. Patrick Mahomes, man, I just, he just doesn't cut the cake. You know, he's not getting it done. <laughs> And, you know, somebody should really come see him in the middle of the night and yeah. just
3: really shake him by the throat. <laughs> you like,
2: what the fuck is he talking, it's about? talking about?
3: Julio Jones, you know, you know, if you can't catch a ball, you're try to put the gloves on. If it don't fit, <laughs> you change the
2: gloves. You know, I'm noticing <laughs> something about Julio Jones, you know, like he needs new gloves. It's like, it's like those gloves just don't fit him. And I, I think like, it's really Whoa. impeding his ability because, it. like, what are you? And he pulls the glove out, I'm like, man. And let, let's just say these are Nike Pro gloves. And here's what a glove looks like when it really fits on your glove yeah. on your hand, like you know, like Christmas morning. You really want the glove, every
3: finger to be up in the tips. This is how a glove should fit. Yeah. You're like, Bro, so, you know, you know when he when he go to uh, when he go to Denver to play. You know, it's high altitude. You know, your hands get swollen, so you know you have, to, you have, to, you have to. He's talking crazy shit. It's like, man, you are. We get it, okay. <laughs> Why are you trolling us like this?
2: Go just go away, man. You did it. You won. You beat a double murder. Just go away. Why are you still on making videos and stuff? Oh shit. That's crazy. <laughs> but he's essentially doing that though. That's wild, man. Wow. The juice is loose. Uh
3: yeah, so um Yeah, so he tried to hang himself. They sent him to a psychiatric hospital for treatment for depression. So on May 19th, Harris was found guilty of assaulting and raping Nayard. But was initially deemed incompetent to stand trial for the murder charges. He was eventually sentenced to 60 to 90 years imprisonment. And while his sentence was read out, he showed no emotion. Mm. After undergoing treatment, Harris went on trial for the murders of Swanson and Curdy in July of 1983. On September 27th, he was found guilty of Curdy's murder and sentenced to life imprisonment without parole on October 24th. An identical verdict was handed down in the Swanson trial on November 3rd for which he was given another life life term without parole. Mm. So following his conviction, Harris was transported to Muskegon Correctional Facility to serve out his sentence. In the late 1990s, DNA testing was performed on the seminal fluid samples found on the bodies of Upson and um, Kilbnik and Bell, all of which match Harris's uh, genetic profile. Now, Bell, he wasn't. They he was just a suspect, right? Okay. Until the they until the, the DNA, DNA tested, and then it was like, oh, he was the one that did that.
2: So he was a full-on serial rapist oh, yes. and murder. Those are three women that were killed. Or yes. They were just, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he was a f- serial rapist. The only murderer. one that
3: wasn't killed was was um, Nair. Okay, got it. Because she the one that was there to testify and identify him, him and everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, his 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 fluid samples matched match the bodies of Upson, Kopeck, and Bell, all of which matched Harris' genetic profile. As a result, he was charged in their murders in December of 2001 with prosecutors presenting implicating evidence at all trials against him. In the end, Harris was convicted and given two additional life terms for Upson and Kobnick's killings, but was not was not tried for Bell murder due to his multiple life sentence. So it was like, they gave him too we many. can't even fucking. Yeah, but it's like you
2: still want to convict and, him for to give that person a voice. And we've talked the, about this yeah, multiple yeah. times. Like still. Yeah.
3: You can still get it. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It's like it it's, doesn't. Yeah, matter. Obviously, he's
2: not going to serve the other three that you <laughs> gave him, but at least you get. To, you read this woman's name out in court. Yes. Her family she gets, to gets hear justice. Her name. Yes. Yeah,
3: you know. It's like you know. Oh man, we maxed him out on life sentences. Fuck so that, like, yeah, no, he ain't getting out. No. Put that shit on top of him. It doesn't matter. So throughout the years that followed, Harris continued to insist on his innocence and regularly appeal. Appealed. So again, he's like, I didn't. I didn't do it. Didn't that DNA it, is irrefutable. It, right. I didn't do it. Um, but there's some crazy shit did come up um, accusing to uh, accusing the police and forensic experts of fabricating evidence against him by placing his blood samples on items found at the crime scene and then isolating his DNA. Mm. He also argued that the, the contaminated items along with his blood samples were not shown to the jury at his trials. And his attorney's emo, uh, his attorney's motions for independent DNA testing were denied. However, each of these appeals were dismissed and they were found to be uh, without merit. Mm. So in 2015, Harris asked that this shit was kind of she was kind of crazy. So Harris asked the, in, the Ingham County District Judge Rosemary Aquilina for DNA testing to be performed on the seminal fluids found in Eula, um, Curdy's Belt, which investigators believe that the perpetrator left behind. The testing began in early of 20, 2006 with the results revealing that the DNA matched another individual and not Harris. Mm. This caused public outrage causing the case to, to garner new publicity and his guilt to be questioned. Yeah. The Michigan state police subsequently began an investigation to determine whether Harris had tampered with the evidence with the Ingham County district court setting a hearing for September 23rd of 2016, to consider new evidence that could overturn his conviction in Curdy's murder. Mm. In addition to the test results, Harris attorneys assisted that the conviction be overturned on the grounds that the chair found at the crime scene in which Harris' palm prints were supposedly found had been returned to had been returned to police by family members of the murdered woman before the trial began. But he was saying that, hey, look, this should have been from the jump. Yeah, the chair should have been taken as evidence from the from the beginning. Yeah, so they got it like la- like later. Right. Mm. Um. Yeah, but
2: like that, that doesn't explain why. you... I get that he's basically he's in that situation. He's claiming habeas corpus. Like you guys didn't do this the right way. Right. But his your fingerprints are still on the chair. Yeah. But I understand him saying, yeah, but you guys didn't have it as evidence when you were at the crime scene in the beginning. Right. But I don't. I don't know if you can fabricate handprint,
3: uh, f- like fingerprints. I don't know. Well, they were saying that that, and you know, um, the government or the FBI agents were or police were taking his blood samples. That's and, what I'm saying. Like placing them places. Yeah,
2: like, that's a big reach, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: But the uh, the
2: DNA sample being somebody else's, that's interesting. Yeah, that is a real red flag, or like that. That perks me up. But when people start saying. That was the same thing in Making a Murderer when they when he was saying, you know, they started they were planning his DNA because they wanted it to be him. It's like, oh, I don't know. That's where you start to... I don't know. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I've seen videos of, you know, uh, chess cameras of police officers planning drugs in people's car. Mm. But I'm just saying, I don't know. The planning DNA seems
3: harder. It seems like a harder thing to pull off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so again, uh, so the family members of the murder family um returned the chair to the evidence and he said instead of being re- it should have been retained as physical evidence during that time. Yes. So accusations of racial bias were also um you know him he was letting like you know all white jury. Mm. Yeah. Something something's not right here. I didn't mm. get a fair trial. So with summers Harris supporters pointing out that the jury consisted entirely of white people. In early 2017, the Ingham County State Attorney's office petition for a second dna test which subsequently found harris dna at the cur- at the curdy crime scene prompting justice um justice rosalie uh What's her name? rosemary i'm sorry uh justice rosemary to dismiss the evidence hearing on september 27th thereby preventing the possibility that harris could be granted a new trial He again reasserted his innocence and accused both the police and the prosecutor's office of yet again falsifying the evidence. Backed by his attorney, Harris filed a motion demanding that um, Rosemary scheduled a hearing in which Harris and his attorney could question the crime lab technicians who worked on the case. So he's like, all y'all just fucked up. Or yeah. all y'all tried to frame me, yeah, it. kangaroo Court. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: so Rosemary denied the denied this request, stating that she had no authority to do so because DNA tests proved her's culpability in Curdy's murder. Yeah. So um with that DNA, I did read another article and it was like. Because, like how would they get a seminal fluid? You know? That if DNA. If your seminal fluid yeah, was found, yeah. it'd be one thing
2: if they if you say, Oh, they beat me up. So I was bleeding. They and they scooped some of it up in a vial. It, it, it's, it's like okay, I can try to follow you. It sounds crazy, yeah. But okay, they jerked you off, yeah. And your sleep, like, how did they get your your semen
3: to plant somewhere? You know,
2: yeah. It, but go ahead, sorry.
3: No, I was just saying that um the part with the DNA that that it wasn't, it didn't match. here. It was it was somebody was, else's that yeah, DNA you're talking about. That, yeah, that was that that didn't happen. That wasn't. That was false. Really? Have, yeah. His lawyers lied? So he tried to, so I, I did interview the other article, and it was like, he tried to, that wasn't his semen, but he tried to get somebody else, he tried to plant that himself on that lady's, on that lady's belt, supposedly. Get the and hell that's out of here. And that's why, and that's why I didn't match Oh, to like throw
2: them off. To
3: throw them while off. While he was there. To throw them off. And so like, lo- after he sexually assaulted her, he had somebody else's semen with him? It, well, it said that, the, that DN, it was so weird, the one article I read. It was so weird they said that the DNA, that semen that they found was like a, no, yeah, it was like a, was to a child at the time.
2: Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it was
3: to a child at the time who was like, at the time was like 13 years old.
2: Oh, no, that's foul.
3: You think he paid a kid to come? On something to bring somewhere. I didn't
2: even. That was a crazy question I just <laughs> asked. We'll move yeah. on. That was crazy. That was. Don't even worry about it. Go ahead. What's next? No, that's no. It. That was crazy. That, go ahead. No, that's next question. Go ahead.
0: Yes. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't. No. That's that's some dark shit. We move on. Yeah. We can move some, on. That's some that's some diabolical yeah, shit. You on. do on. some shit like yeah, that. We can move on. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was it. That was my story of um Michael Donnell Harris. Wow. Um. Yeah, man. So he was like. Yeah. He planted
2: the other semen.
3: Yep. Wow. Yeah, man. So that was my story of Michael Darnell, Michael Darnell Harris. Yeah. Make
2: sure you pull that up. So we're on break. Yeah. I want to, I want I want I want to check that out. Okay.
3: Well, what
2: we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna, it's my turn to get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right. And we are back. Frank, you wanted to follow up on something.
3: Yeah. So I found the article was from the Detroit free press. So it, in this article, it says that you know the DNA tests weren't available in 1983 when Harris was convicted. But Michigan State Police recently found that the semen stain on Curdy's clothing belonged to another man who was 13 at the time of her death. And this is from attorney Ed uh, Ed Zena. Ed Zine is the one that you know spoke about this um, in this article.
2: That brings up so many more questions yeah. for me.
3: How did that get there? How so did, did that get the there? Question. I'm not going to ask you the question his, again. Right, and his 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 fingerprints of DNA is in other parts of the room on the chair that yes. they you know had the problems with, and he was like, they should have collected the chair that same day. So mm-hmm. he could, he could be trying to blame it on them planting his finger. That's what he's saying. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. you guys planted my
2: fingerprints on there, but really what it really seems like is that if anybody planted DNA, it was him. And I, I'm not going to ask you, but I'm wondering, I asked the world, yeah. like, how did he get a 13-year-old sperm to throw on somebody? If that's what happened, I don't know. But that's how, it, that's one of the scenarios that's going, to, going through my mind is that, you know, he threw, he threw sperm on this lady to throw to throw detectives off the case when they find DNA samples or whatever, mm-hmm. or DNA evidence or whatever. I don't know. It's, it's dark. I don't know. It's a crazy one. But anyway. My affirmative murder story this week is actually very short because it's it's technically a closed case currently. It just recently happened over the last couple of months, but I wanted to bring attention to it because it is a very fishy story and it reminds me of another story that I never covered and I probably should have and maybe I will it's at some point, but I see so many parallels to the story, so I wanted to bring attention to the story for one and then touch on the story that it reminds me of. So uh, back in November, Fran, there was a young lady nati- a, a young lady named Lauren Smith Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, she met an older white gentleman on Bumble. For people who aren't familiar, Bumble's like the Sadie Hawkins of um, dating apps. Like the the, the women choose. Mm-hmm. Like they pick. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like it's up to them hmm. to seek you out. Like you don't you don't you don't get to initiate. You can like you can you can like them, but you can't talk to them until they talk to you. Gotcha. You. you know? Um, and that's where uh, Lauren Smithfields met uh, an older white gentleman who is unidentified still, and I'll get into mm. that. Um, was a cold case? No, it's a solved case. I'll, oh. I'll get into it. So this this was in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, she was 23 years old. She was uh, like a social media influencer, like on Instagram. She you know did posts and stuff, and she was getting likes and stuff. She was a, she was a, a, a an aspiring social media influencer, mm-hmm. and uh, she was found. Unconscious in her apartment, just days before Christmas, uh, the phone call was made by the older gentleman. It was de- it was on December twelfth, to be specific. But the un- the unknown older white gentleman, who, again unknown, he called the police. He informed them that they met on a dating site and that she had overdosed. Okay, so like I said, the man notified the police about her condition, and they let him go. I don't know well, how questioning and none. No, and let me. Uh, so her sit, her brother, Lakeem, his name's Lakeem Jetter, he was told by the police, they said he was a nice guy and that they did not suspect any foul play. So they let him go. <laughs> they were they showed up. There's this, oh my God, I can't believe this. She just overdosed. And they're like, well, you know something? You seem like a nice guy. I'm sorry you had to see this, this black girl fucking- Was this oh, recent? This was like, yeah, this was like two months ago. This, yeah, okay, or remember, this was in December. I remember so just ago.
3: hearing that part
2: Yeah. He was a nice that's crazy. He was a nice guy. I'm sorry you had to see this fucking drug addict. Nice guy. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry this happened to you. This 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 lady overdosed in front of you. I can't believe you had to experience that. But you seem like a nice old man. Go ahead and have a nice day. Merry Christmas. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Privilege, huh? Yeah. yeah,
2: Some people call it that. Um, so you know, the the Lauren's family describes her as a beautiful child, uh, with the world at her feet. You know, um, she, she ran track. Uh, she went to Stanford High School, graduated. She was on the track team, like I said. Um, so he told that to her brother. Told that to her brother because they're like, who? They're like, he's we, like, we he's fight. like, wait, somebody was. You get points in the face. He's like, there was somebody here with her, and they're like, yeah, I was just an old white dude. He was nice, so we don't think there was any foul play. We just think your sister is a junkie. Your sister, who we've never met, we just think she overdosed at this at her apartment. That's the that's the conclusion man. we came to, and so we felt like it wasn't necessary to have this old man here he seemed nice and it's close to christmas so we let him go uh this young this young lady <laughs> was also you know enrolled to, to be a physical she was in taking physical therapy classes at a community college near her um yes yeah, uh, you look at her pictures this is a this is this is a seemingly bright young lady um and obviously pictures can't do everything justice i went to high school with kids who could take a great headshot and take a great photograph and were actively weaning themselves off of drugs with suboxone you know what i mean like they're taking Replacement drugs for oxycodone and stuff. They were functioning drug addicts, you know. So, but I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what she is. But I'm just saying she doesn't look like she was going through problems with addiction. Yeah, her pictures were getting thousands of likes on Instagram. I'm not saying that that's a benchmark to for anything. I'm just saying she really was putting herself. She wasn't like a most people with drug addiction problems or addiction problems in general. Typically, a little bit more reserved you know you you might not be able to have as much access to them and this is a person who's actively trying to be a social Mm -hmm. media presence so you know she's putting a lot of herself out into the world yeah so not really i think if she was a drug addict people would know yeah you know especially if she's doing hardcore drugs that you can overdose on i don't think you can i don't think you can mask that very well in 2022 or 2021 which is when she died so i just don't think it's possible to be uh, hardcore into drugs at this age, and like your your whole group of friends doesn't reflect that. Like, it's there's no way she's in the brunch culture. And- I don't
3: know. I think it's I think it's easier to mask it now than years years ago. That's interesting. How how so? Because all the technology. I think, if especially if you are talking about pictures and stuff, I think it's easier to.
2: No, but I'm saying, like, she's going out, like, she has friends, and the idea that her group of friends doesn't reflect, like, she, all of her friends aren't... If you're a drug addict, all of your... There's no way that you're a drug addict, and all of all of your friends aren't, and they don't know that you're doing drugs. I don't think that's possible. Mm-hmm. The social media thing, yeah, sure, you can Photoshop your pictures and put Facetune and hide scarring or b- bags under your eyes or missing teeth, all that. I get that. I give you that, mm-hmm. for sure. I agree. You can make your pictures look great, but... Being on social media, doing, like, inspirational videos, having a circle of friends, networking, trying to grow your profile, all this requires face-to-face going out and being, you know, personable with people. And I don't think it's possible for you to have a severe addiction enough that you're you're doing hardcore drugs and being socializing with people and nobody have any idea that you have an addiction. I don't think that's possible. Like, if I had a drug addiction, you would know that, you know? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm not referring, now I'm taking it away, more away from the pictures online and more about like her, her circle of friends. Yeah. And all of her family are saying, no, she was not a drug addict. And I feel like we would know by now somebody would go, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I sell her heroin. Yeah. You know, I feel like that would have come out by now. Yeah. So that person
3: definitely wouldn't do that, but.
2: You don't think so? Hell no. Everybody wants to be famous for I don't put anything past anybody. The dude who sold Mac Miller drugs, he, he ended up going to jail, but like he was doing it, he did uh, interviews, I think after that yeah i th- i think he knew he was going to jail though. <laughs> either way i know like the dude's name yeah, yeah. because it was it was stories on yeah. Be- uh no jumper and dj academics like th- the name was out there he was not shy about he's like yeah well, i am that guy you know oh, shit, really? you know yeah it was well not like i am the guy that killed mac miller but he was like yeah no i'm a yeah i'll speak for myself i have no problem coming out and being on camera and Defending myself was, or whatever. He was gonna get him anyway.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um so like I said, the family is saying no. Our daughter was not a drug user. Yeah. um They paid out of pocket for a second autopsy because they didn't believe the conclusion that the you know the local authorities came to. Hey, uh, that's some bullshit. Yeah. So they, they've they've yet to get the results, and if they, or if they have by now, they haven't released them. I haven't heard any updates. um They also denounced the police for their response to the situation. They said that. The family was denied basic courtesies, and that the people were kind of condescending and being rude to them, especially at the idea of them probably being angry that they let this old man go. And this seems probably probably seems based on what I'm re- I've been reading is they took this old man's side, and already came to the conclusion that he did nothing wrong. He was a nice old man, and so when they're saying, "Wait, so there's a, there was a guy here with her, and you let him go," yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but listen. He's not a suspect. I know what a suspect looks like. This was just some nice old white man who happened to be here for a Bumble meetup. The family also, this part is a little hazy. I don't want to disrespect the family or anything like that, but the family is also asserting that even though this was Bumble, she was meeting this man for a business opportunity. Like It wasn't a date. It was, okay. it was under the guise of, um, he's going to be able to help her with her life. She trusted him to maybe do some kind of business collaboration or something of the sort. Maybe something with her social media presence,
3: something like that.
2: Maybe he was going to so invest some money in her. They didn't
3: have like any. That. They didn't have the the conversation or nothing. They don't know the profile. Oh, like or-
2: the I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard. I haven't hmm. read that. I haven't. I, but again, I don't even know this guy's name. Okay. So this guy, this guy definitely has some money, and that goes into a story that it reminds me of. I just want to wrap up and you know just all the information that I have available about this story um, out there. But so, like I said, the, the family's going through grief, but they're out getting their daughter's name out there. They're talking to local politicians. They're, you know, beating the streets and they're just trying to make sure that the world knows that there was some foul play to be that, that happened here. This, Cause really the case is closed. Kind of it's, they said she overdosed. So there is no, they they got a second autopsy, but there is no suspect quote unquote, like, the old man was a nice old man and he just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. And this lady overdosed in front of him. Right. Um, the, the Bridgeport police department released a statement saying that they are taking this matter very seriously. And the command staff for the detective bureau is reviewing and handling the case to ensure that the best practices were and are being followed. They said it is imperative to note that the death of Lauren Smith fields remains an ongoing investigation. Our department extends its deepest condolences to the family of Lauren and and this is a statement from the department and this definitely came after the peep, after the family comes out and says they were rude to us they called this old man like a nice old man and all this stuff so in order to defend themselves they had to come out and make a statement like this now this story reminds me of this was like i want to say this was like 5 years ago it might have been more than that it might have been less than that but there was a guy named Ed Buck in California he was like a he was like a mover Ed Buck, Ed Buck nasty name he was like a mover and shaker in the Democratic Party. He was a donor. You know, he had a lot of political ties, a wealthy guy. And there were these rumors that he was drugging black male sex workers.
3: Mm.
2: And two two people overdosed at his house.
3: Like a party or something?
2: Or- no, like he would bring them off the street or whatever, mm. pay them, and drug them. Like give them drugs. Whether or not they were taking the drugs themselves, whether or not he was... Shooting them up, whether or not he was, you know, getting them kitted, like putting the drugs into the needle syringe and everything. And maybe he's putting too much in there because he wants them to be extra out of it or whatever. um That I don't know because I don't remember this. I, I know he's in prison, which is what I'll get to. But my point is Ed Buck was this wealthy, older white man with a lot of political ties and a lot of money. And he was out on the streets still being seen with young black men. While people, paparazzi and other and people on Twitter and stuff were accusing him of being a murderer. They said people were actively saying Ed Buck killed two young black sex workers and he's, he got away with it. And he's out on the streets and they would still see him out with young black dudes getting into his car. They go really? up to him with the cameras and stuff. And eventually, you know, people beat the pavement long enough that he was arrested. And then he went to trial and he was found guilty for the murder of the two dudes because they overdosed at his house. Now, I don't know if... I don't have, like, you know, the court details in front of me to say whether or not he shot them up or, you know, whatever, but he picked them up, provided them the drugs, they overdosed on the drugs at his house, and he was found guilty for that. And so there's a precedence to go, okay, Ed Buck was this Democratic Party donor, he was a wealthy guy, he was out in the public eye, he's another old white man that the police might show up to a crime scene and go... Oh, I, that guy. He's a nice guy. Like yeah. you know, this is just an accident. This fucking drug addict overdosed. You know, typical. You know, hey, don't do drugs, right? But you have a nice day. Sorry that this happened. We'll get this. Uh, we'll get this body out of your house, and we'll get out of your hair. I'm sorry this happened, and then in it happened. Ag- then it happened again. You know, but the so,
3: autopsy did come back. I'm talking about the the young lady,
2: Lauren. Yeah, did Lauren come back. The autopsy came back that she overdosed. overdosed there was drugs right, in her system. Right, right. But there being drugs in her system doesn't mean that she put she the drugs in her right, system. Right. Doesn't mean that. They, you know, that she was aware Because what, what, what is being said Basically The story that we're rolling with If we're saying she overdosed is This young lady met a guy on Bumble Whether or not it was a date But let's say it's what her family says And this was a business opportunity And during a business opportunity at her house With this older white man She went in the bathroom Or in a corner somewhere And did hardcore drugs In the middle of some kind of business meeting and this white man was just there to talk to her about business yeah. or whatever. And he was shocked. Was
3: it wasn't no like no evidence came out of like rape or anything like that.
2: That that's why they got a second autopsy. And I don't have that information yeah. on hand, but there was no uh mention of rape in the initial mm-hmm. autopsy. So, you know, it's just it's just crazy. Like this man he's unidentified. I don't think they took any DNA, blood from maybe he had drugs in his system. Maybe they both were on drugs. That changes things a bit, huh? Probably not a business meeting if they're both doing drugs. Again, yeah. no disrespect to the family because they're they're asserting that she was a young entrepreneur and this was a business meeting. Yeah. This wasn't a date. But if they both have drugs in their system, it changes the rendezvous a bit. I don't know if they're talking about bitcoins, you know, if they're both doing drugs. But they didn't test this man's uh, system for drugs, and whether or not that's because he knows the chief of police, he knows somebody who knows somebody, and he gets to just be some nice old man who was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, no slap on the wrist, no no inconvenience. He wasn't even there when the family arrived to the crime scene. Like there's no man in a tr- in the back of a squad car that's gonna go get interrogated. He just was, he just got to go home. Yeah, and remains unidentified. You know, So for people who are un- unfamiliar with the Ed Buck story, I suggest them look into it just to kind of broaden your mind about the idea that this might not have gone the way that it's being said that it went. It's a very strange story. Rest in peace to Lauren Smithfields. I don't have any further details because, as the, the, the police department said, this is still an active investigation somehow. But they have concluded through their autopsy that she overdosed and that the old man was not a – they didn't suspect foul play. I don't know how they came to that conclusion. I have to do some more Just research. By Just by right. looking at him, they're like he's old, you know. But Ed Buck looks really fucking old too. So I suggest people Google Ed Buck. He was messing with young, athletic black dudes, and there were two. Where was this at again? This was in California. Ed Buck or her, Ed Buck? Ed Buck was in California. California. Lawrence Smith Fields was in Connecticut. Another wealthy part of the country. It's very a lot of money in Connecticut. So when they say this man, this unidentified old man, old white man, I go. He's unidentified, no mugshot, they didn't take him in for an interrogation. This could be, you know, a political player, somebody that can make phone calls. To just be able to get in your car and go home when you're at a house where there's a dead body? Yeah. I just don't know if that goes that way.
3: And they have, like,
2: no has ties that's so
3: super weird
2: yeah they met on bumble yeah you know and again i don't i didn't i haven't seen like you know text history or screenshots from bumble or anything like that 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 information could get out there if they really want it yeah yeah. and they probably uh, they probably have it if they know they met on bumble so maybe it was just like innocuous talking like there was nothing really that red flagged you know but it it it, to me it matters again i just want to really reiterate that i'm not trying to disrespect the family but the the transcripts of the conversations on Bumble matter to me because it would it would dead a narrative that this was like a business meeting. Yeah, and if if it wasn't a business meeting, and then then this woman wasn't doing drugs alone, you know. Yeah. If if it wasn't some kind of if it wasn't a because that really paints her in a it makes her look really bad. If 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 what if the family's saying, no way she wouldn't be. No disrespect. Uh, sugar baby type of situation looking for an older dude to make some money give her some money to date or whatever because that's that's where my brain goes but they're saying it's not that so what they're saying is she's an entrepreneur she met this guy it was a friendly business meeting it's like okay so she went to a she had him come over to her apartment for a business meeting and then she did drugs on the low while he was there to talk business and then she overdosed yeah It just doesn't seem very likely. It seems a lot more likely that these two might have been partying, doing drugs together, and something went wrong. And if that's the case, then this they completely botched the investigation by letting him just leave, possibly under the influence of drugs, right in that moment where they're where they're deciding that he's a nice old man. Everything is based
3: off that conversation. I would love to know what that.
2: That's the that's interesting, you know, because I mean. I you know, we we can we sit on here as couch detectives or online sleuths or whatever you want to call people like us, and we make judgments about people who've been detectives and police officers for decades and whatever. Yeah, and I would not sit here and say that a person who works actively with people who have addiction and are on the streets and all that kind of stuff don't know what a person that's on drugs right in front of their face looks like. I think if he was whacked out on drugs, they would know. So that tells me. He was not on drugs, possibly. But if he wasn't on drugs, why was she doing drugs? That's the sketchy part. Did she do drugs knowingly? That's the question. What did he, you know, I hate to use it as a a verb, but did he Bill Cosby her? Is this his thing? And he, you know, overestimated the dosage that he slips them?
3: Now, I think it would have been different if it was at his house. Why? Why? Because I think if if they met on Bumble and she goes to his house, and get an overdosed, then I think they they will question him more than what they did at her house. Cause mm. they can I, I, I maybe because it's like um, he came to her house, and maybe it was like they can look at oh they was just partying. Sure, but I think it's more questions if if she went to his house. She's the vulnerable. She she's ends, out of her element. She, she ends up dead at his house.
2: Sure, I can see that. That was what happened in the Ed Buck situation. Mm. They were at Ed Buck's house. Yeah, they two bodies were found overdosed at his yeah, house. At his house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I see. I I can see your point, but I don't know. I I I I would want to. She see doesn't those. have
3: any past history of drugs. No, I
2: mean, listen. That's her. That's Lauren Smith Fields. Yeah. Obviously that's a great picture. Yeah. Like, you know, but he, here's the picture. They have it on here that's from her Instagram. Okay, so yeah. So again, now I don't know what this is, the date that this is as of, but this is the picture that I just showed you. Mm-hmm. This is her this is from her Instagram. Okay. Right? So this these these are from her Instagram. It's ten thousand likes. Yeah. You know? Now, you know, pretty girls do well on Instagram. Yeah, she's but a beautiful it's, girl. It's, she's very pretty. And she doesn't, again, I don't she know what, is, like what, does. Is, what does a drug addict look like, right? Like, yeah. we can't play yeah. that game. Right. But my point about saying social media and, and her influencing and everything like that, it's not easy to get 10,000 likes on a picture. I don't care how pretty you are. There are a lot of pretty girls on Instagram who don't get 10,000 likes on their pictures. So this is, a, she's 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 an active social media influence. She's out there. She's yeah. work she's, she's, she's putting pictures on there. She's Her face is out there. People know or they think they know what this girl is up to.
3: Now, her getting that many likes... I could believe that could have been just a a business meeting depending on what this dude was offering her. Like, yes. In the this conversation. Matters. That matters. Like, What what kind of, was he like, did he have a business something? What kind or of business meeting was, was it? Like, the idea that they just let him
2: go without questioning him, like, why don't we know why he was there? Yeah. Why don't we, and now they let him go. This has become, a, now it's starting to bubble up and become a thing that people are talking about. They're not going to talk to this guy without a lawyer present ever. There's more to this story than this girl just had an old man to her apartment and did drugs in oh, the other room. They say an old white man, it's old white man, fifty plus, sixty. And sometimes I say stuff and people that are like fifty go, oh, you know, 50's not old. I'm just, I don't, I'm just speaking in general. I'm not calling anybody old, but old white man to me, fifty and over. Not saying fifties old, but I'm just saying I don't think he was. 80 years old. Yeah. I think he was like an, an older, well-off white man. So i say 50 to 60 years old. You know? And his reasons for being there matter. Their text history matters. Their bumble conversation matters. All of this matters. Because when you're talking about painting a scenario where a girl was either in a business meeting or... Flirting with an old man for the purpose of maybe making some money or, you know, whatever, going, getting some dinner, maybe getting a bag out of him. This is the world we live in. This is the culture we live in. Let's just be honest about it. You know, the city girls rap about it all the time. You know, get a Birkin bag, whatever this type of stuff. If this was that kind of situation, she wanted to have some, get some nice stuff from an old man or whatever, or they had a real legit business meeting. Either one of these things, she went off into a room and did drugs and overdosed.
3: Oh no, man! it's crazy.
2: Now they are putting fentanyl in a lot of this stuff, so it could have been shit crazy. It could have been. She could have did a lot. Of, they could have been doing coke. Yeah, you know, it could have been a line. Of, it could have been a line of coke. I don't why know what it house,
3: was. Though? Why? Why they met at the house? It's business meeting. Me, you go out for lunch. That's so why the bumble
2: me. thing is. That's why the bumble thing is so important. To Baby, this isn't the first time they met.
3: Yeah, business meeting. Maybe I this was the second date. Yeah, you go to business, a lunch. You, you go to a out, lunch. Yeah. You go to a restaurant. Public sometimes. Yes, public,
2: all you know. of this is weird. All of it's weird. And the and the and the the business meeting thing is coming from her family. The business meeting is is coming from them saying because they're combating because everybody your your brain goes to what I'm saying, and and I don't want to disrespect her or the family, but like my brain goes to sugar baby yeah, type of situation. Will, yeah. Yeah. So they're saying no, no, no. She was an entrepreneur, and this was a business meeting. But then you, your next question is like, well, why, why was it at her apartment? You know. Yeah. So the text history matters. I keep saying it over and over again. These things matter, and the idea that they just let this guy go is crazy to me. So again, rest in peace to Lauren Smith Fields. This the story is crazy. It reminded me a lot of the Ed Buck story, and it reminded me a lot of the Ed Buck story because the Ed Buck story caught traction because he was a high profile person with money. This person, and he caught him. They caught him. Well, well they, they caught him. They Yes. They ca- and it was California. Yeah. There's paparazzi. And he's being suspected and accused of overdosing people at his house. And he's being seen with more young black men. Right. So people are like, he's going to do it again. But this man is in Connecticut. It's a low key state. There's no people following up on this. We don't know his name. And he could go back out there and get on Bumble or get on another one of these dating sites and meet up with some other girl. And maybe he's giving them drugs or slipping drugs to them or whatever the case may be, but he's out there and he could do it again. And he's just some old, he's just some old nice man. So, uh, you know, I I just wanted to bring attention to it. It's getting attention. the, The attention is starting to grow, but that's what this, the purpose of this platform. So I just wanted to bring attention to the Lauren Smithfield story and say that this it's more comp it has to be more complicated than an overdose yeah. because it doesn't make sense yeah. why you would do drugs, whether or not it's a business meeting or whatever why you would do enough drugs to overdose right again, I don't know if it was fentanyl if it was fentanyl that changes things a bit because you could accidentally overdose on fentanyl with a small amount but I don't know it's it's a complicated story and it deserves attention and it deserves the family I, I I feel bad that they had to come out of pocket for a second autopsy and yes yeah, fucked up yeah um. But they, I think they have a GoFundMe active. I don't have it on hand. I wish I did. I would, I would say it. But rest in peace to Lawrence Smithfields, man. Let's go ahead and get into these good vibes so we can get out of here.
1: Good, 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 good vibrations. So good, 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 good vibrations. Time for some good vibes up in this piece.
2: Let me get my let me get my story together really quick. I had it, and but now I have to play the music, so that changes things for a second. All right, yes, like I said, it's uh, time for some good vibes. Had to find my story really quick. I found it, friend. Twenty twenty two is, you know, we we were struggling to find something. Uh, Nothing bad has particularly happened, but it's been a lot of circus stuff. Like the Antonio Brown stories led things. Like I said about Elmo earlier, it's been a lot of like. Internet fuckery mm. has been leading I haven't heard a lot of like Positive stories as of late but we're Still it's the first week of January So we got a long ways to go but it's a good vibe story I did find was about a dog who protected Their owner who injured himself while hiking and kept them he kept him warm With cuddles The owner said quote in the headline the loyalty Did not stop So a hiker slipped and fell 500 feet In Croatia's fell Fell Damn. 500 feet In Croatia's Velbit mountain range, critically injuring his leg, and his beloved pup stayed by his side until they both were rescued. The dog is being hailed as a hero after, being, after keeping the injured hiker warm and alive in the snowy Croatian mountains. So I'm sure he fell mm. onto a bed of snow. I'm not saying he didn't get hurt, but I'm just saying 500 feet is a long fall, yeah. and maybe he survived because he fell onto some snow. Still hurt himself, but didn't die, yeah. thankfully. That's, that's a steep fall. Uh, north an eight-month-old Alaskan Malamute pup stayed by his owner's side during a New Year's weekend hike that ended in an accident. Never have I ever seen a, le- a name with only one vowel in it, but this person's name is Griga, G-R-G-A, Grigga. Gr- oh, I'm sorry, I lied. I've now seen a last name with only one vowel in it as well. His name's Grigga Brukic. Br- 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 B-R-K-I-C There's no, no Yeah <laughs> There's just That's crazy uh, Those are very It's very aggressive Yeah Brkić. It's like uh, Vikings uh, Anyway He slipped off He slipped and fell 500 feet Critically injuring Both his legs in, uh, Cro- in the Croatian Velvet Mountains Like I said uh, This is according To the Associated Press The man's Canine companion Braved the frigid weather With brick Brickage And kept the hiker Safe and warm By lying on top of him Oh, We don't deserve dogs. While North stayed with his owner, the two other hikers with Berkich alerted rescuers to their friend stranded five thousand nine hundred and five feet above sea level. The team the team behind Berkich's eventual rescue shared news of the incident and its happy ending in a Facebook post earlier this week, including a photo of North protecting the owner while the man lay on a stretcher. So he was on the stretcher with him, too. Uh they were quoted as saying, Friendship and love between man and dog know no boundaries. The rescue team this is what the rescue team wrote in the post. Uh he, as in North, curled up with Burkitch and warmed his body uh and the loyalty did not stop, guarding the man for thirteen hours from Damn. the from this example we can all learn a thing about caring for each other. Um a team of twenty-seven fr- A team of 27 first responders was involved in Berkic's rescue, which which proved difficult due to due to snow, ice and broken trees. These elements made it challenging for rescuers to reach Berkic and his beloved canine. The rescue team was able to transport the dog, dad and north to medics on Tuesday morning. So that's really awesome. Um he was uh the the dog the dog's owner was quoted as saying this little dog is a real miracle it reminds me this is a very like somber and sad version of this but there's like a very famous meme on the internet of a dog who was laying by their owner's casket and like wouldn't wouldn't leave the casket during the funeral and they had, 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 like had militarism i don't remember if it was a mili- military funeral but it's possible that it was but either way the dog was like just heartbroken beside himself yeah. and laying right there you yeah. know it was so sad but like that's what that's what dogs are like they that's what they are it's unconditional love it's really well they like treats but still it's unconditional love so um it's a really beautiful story and i love dogs so yeah
3: anyway friend yeah i don't really can find nothing this week this yeah week, i know i get but you. uh i did i saw an article about um i've been doing a lot of reading on like electric cars sure and I, you know just doing the research when i was like i'm glad that we are moving in this direction that's trying to save the planet now sure <laughs> and it's like better it's, late than never yeah because um i don't know if you knew this but charger dodge is like the charger they're not making charges after 2023 like mm. that will be that's it they're like because i think the government is giving they're trying getting, to give yeah, incentives yeah, yeah, for yeah. these car companies to go full on electric yeah and i saw i read that um tax deductions and stuff like that. Yeah, that that, uh, that Joe Biden said that there's supposed to be a target. He has a target of, by 2030, more than half of car sales will be towards electric cars. I
2: mean, no, there's some dope electric cars out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But electric, I just want to say, you know, obviously, you know, you want to root for things and I think that's progress and stuff. But electric car production isn't without its own problems as well. Yeah. Like the yeah. getting the material for the batteries and stuff. There's a lot of problems there, but electric cars are dope. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of electric cars I, yeah, me and, too. And, and they have some really awesome ones and it's the future. It's, it's the way that it's going. So, yeah. but I feel Dodge is really missing an opportunity because why not just make the charger electric?
3: It's, that's great marketing. It's, the, they probably, it's called they probably, a charger. I think I'm talking about, they probably will, but yeah. I think it, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a gas. It's not going to be gas. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, because that's a great name. If it's you're going to have name. an electric car, yeah. a charger. Because the, the, the value of those cars is going to go up by in of, of a gas power of a, one. Of a gas power one. Yeah, so you hold once on they, to yours. Once, on, you once, on once they start making it. But speaking on gas, I mean, on electric cars, the biggest scam. Oh, go to it. Ever
2: is the emissions test. Oh, yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> Man, I went and got an emissions test one time. Ladies lady was eating a bag of Fritos. Wasn't paying attention to anything. <laughs> At all. You just
3: kinda go and get just get out, yeah. get back in. Yep. turn it off. I'm like, Yeah. I'm like, what did you just prove? What the fuck is this?
2: Yeah. That'll be twenty five dollars or however much it costs. Yeah. It's like, all a racket. What? Man. Everything's a racket. Toll booths. Damn. We were told that toll booths were to pay for the construction of the bridge for the toll. Tolls have been around for over twenty years. You
3: tell me you all haven't paid for that bridge yet? <laughs> y'all still is just charge you just charge now. You There's charge. always they're always doing something over there. Half the shit ain't even open half of the time. I was like, are y'all, are y'all fixing it or nah, shit, bro? What's like, going what's going on? on?
2: It's bullshit, man. It's just another way but to But the charge. admissions test is the biggest scam. The admissions test is, is super big. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. And I thought you were going to go somewhere else. I thought Why? you were about to go into some conspiracy lanes. because I thought you were going to get to talking about the water car. The water car? You know the whole conspiracy no. behind that. There was a guy who figured out about a water-powered engine. Yeah, they got him rid of him. What? Why? Because it was the potential that you could just p- uh, power your car with water from the sink. Oh, water. Cut into oh, the I, gas. Thought,
3: I thought. Oh, yeah, I know about that. I thought yeah, you yeah. meant like a car that could just go and I could just drive underwater. That's what I thought.
2: You oh, did. no, no, no. I
3: was about, like, what's the like? Why they? Why yeah, do yeah. you think about that? No, no, no. That's oh, yeah, a, that's, yeah, yeah. That's a summary. They like man. what? No. They yeah, yeah no, no,
2: no, no. But now what's happening is. No money in that. Is no, there wasn't. But now people see the direction that the world is going. And so now they're trying to get ahead of it before people are already buying electric cars on their own so now they're you know the, the you know the petrol industry and mm-hmm. all that stuff are trying to pivot well they're probably trying to stop the the progress of electric cars because they don't want to go out of business but yeah you got to change with the times or you die out so yeah. i'm sure that there will be an exxon exxons already have uh charging stations at some of their gas stations especially in places that are more progressive and with more money around like a like a san francisco or mm-hmm. something There's every gas station has tesla charging stations and stuff that's not as common here there are more there there are more here than there were five years ago right but they're still not at every gas station you're not going to see a charging right, station right but it's going it's trending in that direction so yeah. you got to with the times or you get left behind man but yeah man fuck like this game of emissions test <laughs> yes yeah you're really These mad about it did you just get one recently
3: Man, what happened was <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's fresh, <laughs> a fresh wound. What happened was my license, not my license, but my my um sticker was expired for like a year. Okay, let's you know be easy, right? be easy. Fuck them. And <laughs> <laughs> and I went to go, and I didn't have a mission test. I and I had my car for maybe like pff, six years now, uh-huh. and I haven't. I think I haven't had one since I got it. And oh, I okay. went You're riding around like that, huh? I had to pay hella money. I had to. Well, maybe me mad is <laughs> what I had now to. Now I see. Okay. I had to this go. making sense now. I had to go in. The, I had to go in the admissions test. Pay. Then I, I haven't got one in so long. They said I had to do it again. Oh, yeah. Just keep go go back going and around edit. and doing it. <laughs> I was like, this is a bullshit. You can figure it out for the first time I do it. No, you got to do it again. We had to do another and the thing, admissions and test. And then the second time I went, I had to pay. But they was like, the guy was like, hey, James, can you come over here and do something? And like did something. And I had to pay. I was like I couldn't do that the first goddamn time. That's bullshit, man. I had to go in the line twice. They let me go the second. They let me not pay the first, the second time, but I had to pay the first time. Fuck out of here. And then I gotta go again next year. <laughs> bullshit, man. It's all bullshit. <laughs> it's all bullshit. And then you know you can't get your stickers until you do the missions. Yeah. Until you uh get pay rhythm. toll. Like fuck this. You owe this tolls? Is- yes. <laughs> I
0: doing? go right. I go I right.
3: Through- <laughs> I go right through. I didn't know you were
2: riding dirty like this. Ah, yeah, man.
3: <laughs> stickers run, be like running the toes like, like, mail it to me. Yeah. <laughs> stickers <laughs> be like you go through it, go burr. Oh well. Catch me if you can,
2: yeah. step on the gas. Right. That's crazy. They will catch you. They have your address. Right. Uh, uh, Pictures <laughs> <and all. laughs> this you This you that this year, right? That'll be uh, six dollars instead Let's of four. Oh no, I agree with you there, but you got to pay it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> they're, all, gonna, they're gonna it's come. All bullshit. Man. Oh man, before we go, let me tell you about the time because uh, I used to ride around dirty like that too. Yeah. <laughs> before I got my, you know, when I before I got my big boy car that I got yeah. now, I used I used to drive a Chevy Cobalt, and I didn't give a fuck about that car. Yeah, man. I didn't give a fuck about that car. My grandmother came into town. My fucking the grandmother that people met through this podcast. Yeah. C- Grandma calling Kelly? Yeah. Grandma Kelly, who is the bougiest.
3: She oh, saw that car? Oh. she you let rode, her get in that car. She
2: rode in that car to her brother. Was... To her
3: brother's funeral. I got in that car. She was
2: disgusting Feet
3: tra- you step on trash. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. man, these are water. What are you gonna do with all these water bottles, man? I well what it was, I go to work, I'm like, I'm
2: thirsty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it up. Yep.
2: Just throw it over in the <laughs> I'll passenger sit over pit. There. It's a passenger pit. Just throw <laughs> it in the passenger pit. Yep. Ooh, food. <laughs> Ball the paper up. Yep. Throw it in the passenger <laughs> I'll get it eventually cuz I didn't let anybody in 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 yeah. my car I, it, I just really? I was like this is my work car that was my excuse that doesn't mean it should be full of trash <laughs> but I thought I cleaned <laughs> it up enough for my grandmother to get into it but it was it was just a mess and she was yeah. so she was like uh, covering herself with her jacket <laughs> she's like oh this is disg- I think I'm going to throw up and it was she shamed me I was very ashamed. I went yeah. and got my car like detailed somewhat after you- that by detail, I mean I went to like the you know put the quarters in the thing. I vacuumed it. Yeah. It was still. It was just a piece of shit car. <laughs> yeah, but your I, first car. It was my first car. Yeah, and I used to run through the tolls all the time. Yeah, and I got my first bonus from my job. They gave me. They gave me. I don't want to say how much. I got a lot of money. Mm. And then w- like a week, a, within a week of my that check for my job coming, I got a I got a letter from the E-Z Pass people. I owed them $1,600. Damn. I owed them $1,600 because I went through the tolls yep. mad times. Yeah. They added like 50. Yeah. And then I didn't know I owed them That's 50. the fee. Then they feed me. But then I did that like six times. So it was like 50. It was like 50 times six yeah. times the penalty. And then it kept rolling. Yeah, they they keep penalizing you until you pay. Pay it, yeah. So I owed them like sixteen hundred dollars, man. It hurt my soul to pay them them that much because you know I don't like paying for stuff that you don't get physical. Me either. You know, uh, you got to pay the rent. You got to pay your car payment. And I know that you drive in the car, but even still, every month I pay it, I'm like, this is just going into the air. I want to spend my money on stuff that I can touch. Right. So giving them sixteen hundred dollars for going through a box going through a box with a little light screen yeah. that you're past. not even paying
3: people so they making they making oh a they make it. a hand over
2: fist they don't even have to pay <laughs> salary now and they still want to charge you four dollars wow it's crazy that's that's the that's bigger that's the biggest scam in the emissions <laughs> test post covid terminal easy pass tolls toll booths are the biggest scam in the country yeah. because there's not even toll booth workers anymore nope they're just it's just automated money just raking in it's crazy. Yeah, we got to figure out what's going on with Big <laughs> Toll. This is big. This big is Big Toll. Toll. Yeah, this is Big Toll. The conglomerate of Big Toll, Easy Pass. Who knows who who's really behind that? Ain't this all goes all the way to the top, Fran. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out.
3: You paying money to, to to be telling your kids like, oh, we're underwater. I think that's bullshit. Oh, is that what you do? Yep. Are you still selling them that dream? Do you guys well, all hold you your go, breath. You, go, do you guys well, all hold your breath. When you tunnel? go, yeah, I don't do that. But uh you, right, well, hey, you play along. Me and yeah, no, but, me. Either, no, when stupid. you go in the G- dumb, when do we had the GPS, it shows that, that you're yes. underwater. Yeah,
2: it's, it's a fun. It's a. Fun, <laughs> it's all bullshit. I mean, you are. The bridge is damming it. There's water behind. No, I was gonna that was gonna sound stupid and it's not. I was gonna say there's water behind those doors, but it's not. Do, oh the you little know, the small doors. Those little doors that you
3: ride by. No. But there's water being like damned. I think that's bullshit, man. It's like why it is it is not is leaking is. in at some point? Why is they that is that because they're always working it? Yeah, working it, yeah it
2: they're am? always working the repair. That's why you have to pay your four dollars. They're constantly people in there just kind of patching holes up and stuff. That's so why. you, you can't $4. go over it. No, no. It's nothing? Um, you know, I don't know what I, hey, I don't know what's up there, but like you can't drive up there. I know, but I mean, I would love to go. What's on top? Oh, that's only for you. Got to have uh, you know, G fourteen classification to go <laughs> <laughs> You got to to get in through the doors and stuff. You can't just go in there willy nilly. Trying to say is that shit is underwater. That shit's not underwater. That's yeah. That's where the secrets oh, are kept. Bullshit, man. But yeah, no. Um, uh, recommendations corner. Um, Yellow Jackets still watching. Yellow Jackets still great. They still haven't eaten anybody yet, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. I know they're gonna eat one of their friends. That's yeah. what I've been sticking it out for.
3: It's for one so of them. So is that, that good?
2: Oh, it's great. Oh, it's man. great. But yeah. I but I want to see because I think it's like Lord of the Flies or like that movie Alive, but it has um, supernatural elements. Mm. But what made Lord of the Flies crazy and Alive good? So Alive is about a soccer team They're plane crashes in like the Arctic mm-hmm. and they have to try to survive. And eventually people start dying and they're starving. So they eat one of them. They start eating each other. Like when yeah. somebody dies, they eat each other. And Lord of the Flies was chaos because it was like kids and they were stuck on this island for so long that they started having hierarchies and leaders and getting violent with each other. It was like Darwinism. Like There were no rules left of society eventually after you've been there so long. So it has elements of that. What is this show called? Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. But I think they're going to eat one of their friends soon. It's. I feel like it's going to happen on the last episode of the season. So on Netflix? It's on Showtime, but it's on Hulu because it's connected. Oh, okay. So you can watch Yellow it on Jackets. Hulu. Yellow jacket is great um, There's a show coming out I don't know the name of the show But I've seen the title and I've seen the trailer You don't remember it? I don't remember oh, I've okay. seen the title It's a show It's like a real show I'm not making this up It's a girl It's about a girl It's a TLC show You know I love those shows She's 22 years old But she looks eight mm. And it's about yeah. her navigating Trying to be a young Go out she drink and stuff So she what looks, she have? Um, she had cancer Oh And the Um, The chemotherapy uh, Seized up Her pituitary gland Hmm. So she stopped growing At 8 But the show I'm sure they're going to touch on that It's going to be like serious But the trailer is like I'm a 22 year old girl And it's stuck in an 8 year old's body And then it's her like drinking wine And she's like Let's fucking go out and party tonight But she looks like an 8 year old It's crazy I'm so excited for the show When does it come out? Uh, January eleventh, yeah. I, I, have, I have a calendar for it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Which, it looks yeah. like it looks like chaos. I love I love those TLC shows, man. I love them. I don't know where they find these people, but they find some incredible people with some incredible stories. And this girl just wants to be a 22 year. They one of the tra- in the trailer. She's like, I want to get a tattoo. And the guy's like, uh, Do you have an ID on you? Because she doesn't come above the counter. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I can't, can't remember the name know. of it though. But yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. Maybe we will have a watch party. Come over. Make popcorn and stuff. Yeah, watch it. Be interesting. Be fun. I like. I like. It. I, I think it's gonna be fun. Anyway, um, hey, yeah.
3: The I, mean, I was watching. Uh, what? Uh, was that, was that, uh I'm addicted to like. Oh, uh, my strange addictions. Yeah, when I was, I'm addicted to like, uh, uh detergent or some shit. Oh man, I was like, get the. F- I'm not watching. There this was shit. one
2: lady. She was addicted to eating her mattress. The the yellow phone? Yeah. Was like, she shit ate, her, she wow. ate her memory foam pad. Had a big dent in crazy. it. She's like, every morning I just go grab a little piece of it, just eat it with crazy. bowl of it with a glass of milk. I was like, this is what the fuck are you talking about? The whole, the whole, whole memory lab. foam mattress is, go- is gone You ate a mattress, topper? What the fuck are you She's talking
3: about? This is, sinking the, in yeah, and yeah it was crazy hurting your fucking back and shit. Then you, like, like, you, you, on it, it. you lay on it, it's got your skin flakes and shit on it, and bed bugs. And you eat it all the time. Was For she had, like a bag or something? Did she have like a bag of it?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Just yeah she don't you know, yeah. wrap it up. For lunch? Yeah, yeah, You know, to like, go. Another lady's eating rocks. Like chips? Oh, man. There's some, there's some crazy people on there. There was another lady. Before we go, last one. I know people <laughs> know this is one of the most famous one. There was a lady who was addicted to eating her husband's ashes. She was oh. dipping her finger in a little bucket of ashes and getting like it like it was fun like, dipping. <laughs> I <was> about to <laughs> say Like she was Like she was fun dipping. She would fun dip her finger into gotta the ash. You got lick the finger first. Yeah, you gotta so lick the it gotta get it wet. Yeah, You gotta get it wet so it's sticky. She'd lick the finger, pop crazy. it in the pop it in the ashes. It'd come out perfectly around the little line of your finger, yeah. where that line is on your on the other side of your finger. Wow. It would stop right there, cover all that, and she'd suck all the ash off of it. And she'd be like, it just brings me closer to him. I'm like,
3: you should watch your home movies. That's crazy. I'm sorry, but it was another, it was another <laughs> I don't know what show this was, I don't know if it was a TLC show, but it was It was one where it was like, um, these people had these fears, Uh-huh. and it was, uh, what show was that? And then one of the fears was the lady, her dad passed away in like a car accident, Uh-huh. and she like, had his clothes that he passed away, so it had like, oh. it was like ripping, had like blessings on it. Oh but no, she's the, wearing them? No, I mean like, she, she she'll, had she'll have them, and she'll like... You know, maybe she'll put it on or like rub it against her face, but oh, it gave her like it was like trauma. Where it was, like now she, it was like she's scared to drive on the highway. Mm. I can't remember what show that was on. That like. sounds interesting too. I, I would definitely it was watch like, a bunch of those because her dad passed away in, like, cars, and like it was yeah, it was like she don't drive on the highway. I'm sure it's a TLC thing. show. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure it is. They just with foam and that shit is. They just foam. Just, I'm thinking about. Yeah, that's insane.
2: I'm thinking about going down the 90 Day Fiance rabbit hole. I've just seen so many clips and heard so many crazy things that I.
3: I like, watched 90 day, 90 day fiance before the ninety days. I watched. That's the one I've been watching recently. Is that one? Is it a? Bu-
2: is it just a bunch of African dudes marrying old white ladies? And it's an African guy spending he was their money. This, this this white
3: lady just 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 like this hill, this redneck white was like, <laughs> what? It's like they don't even. Doesn't not even a pair. Don't even, it's just and then one of the guys just like nerdy and just go and see some lady and and then like. <laughs> Like it's just that show is crazy, man. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the part. I started watching it for a while, but I didn't get to the part where I was trying to watch it and lead up to the guy with the big neck. I haven't gotten. Oh, to Ed, you haven't met, Ed? I haven't met Ed? That's the
2: <laughs> he was the one that I was like, I need to. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. but I need to watch this. Yeah, and I, I never did. Yeah, I just I just know that he because I think I think
3: he's just on ninety day fiance. But I've been watching 90, 90 day fiance before the ninety days. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. When I first saw
2: him, I was like. What is what is this? Yeah, him and the Filipino lady that he was dating, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And and he had mayonnaise in his hair and all these different things. And he had he didn't have a neck. And I was like, <laughs> I need to know more. I don't know yeah, what yeah. is this. And I just never did it. But I know he he's still hanging on to his fifteen minutes of fame because he does cameos. Does he? I don't know who the hell would want a cameo from No Neck Ed or Big Ed or whatever they call him. <laughs> Imagine getting that for Christmas. Somebody sends you that like, Hey, I got you a surprise. It's like, Hey, Fran, it's me, Ed. I want to say Merry Christmas. I'm hearing you do a podcast or whatever. That's super cool. And, you know, it's, it's me, Big Ad. I just want to say I, I know that you exist and that's you terrible. Know, keep, keep doing your thing.
3: That's terrible. That's I'd be terrible. Like, can you return this? It's terrible. How man. do you return a video? That's, you give that it back sounds like that's a gift from Miss Deonka. That's a, that's a Deonka gift. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> hey, man, listen. Don't disrespect my mom. <laughs> don't disrespect my mother <laughs> like that, okay? I love her. I love her. That's
3: my second mom, but that's a Deonka gift right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> me being like, man, have you heard? I just, I could already, I already know how she'd give it to me too. We'd be having a conversation where I'm like, have you heard of this guy, No Neck Ed? Man, that guy is awful. Yeah. I hate that guy. And then she'd be like, well, I know you did the reverse psychology. I know you're a big fan of Ed. So I actually paid him $425 yeah. to give you a personalized message. Uh, so Merry Christmas. I'd be like, what What am I supposed to do with this? What do I do with this? You want me to so watch say it again?
3: Keep, like-
2: keep it, can I save this on my phone? <laughs> anyway guys Hey listen Wish me luck uh, Hopefully I'm in Jamaica yeah. Right now Sipping on daiquiris Or I'm home And very mad Either way This has been another episode Of Affirmative Murder I've been Alvin Williams Joined as always By my partner in true crime Francel Evans And we'll see you guys next week Peace